Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Big Footy Podcast. Uh, we're a little bit understaffed this week, but hopefully that'll rectify itself later. Joining me uh, this week, I've got Kangaroos Forever, who's back on the panel. G'day, mate. G'day, mate. How's it going? It's, it's been a long week uh, when you're a losing side, um, which I support at the moment. Uh, joining us a bit later on will hopefully be Seppo. Um, he seems to be a bit behind at the moment, but we will hopefully get him on a bit later so he can tell us uh, how free are we going to win the flag. Um, <laughs> or whatever it is he's going to tell. Uh, messenger taking a week off. Uh, apparently he's not well or something. I honestly don't know anymore. Senile, I think's the word I'm looking for. So uh, shout out to Messenger uh, if he can hear us with his hearing aid and other things. Um... First off, Kangas, what's your uh, what, 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 what what caught your eye this week? Um, this week for I'll probably go a bit north related. So the twenty year reunion of the nineteen ninety six premiership and bring all the old boys together. And also just over the weekend we had Cracker, um, Jimmy Cracker, Schwoss and Cable inducted into the North Melbourne Hall of Fame, which was fantastic. And we've got a lot of kids running around with the North's Kids Clinic, so that was great for us. And also the Kieran Jack thing, I think that's a bit of a joke, but I'll probably spend a bit of time on that a bit later. Mm-hmm. Well, for mine, obviously, losing to Collingwood at any time is a is not the most positive news in the world. Um, but on the other hand, the election was my uh, positive for, the, for this weekend. Um, Nothing better than seeing Turnbull look at the camera going, what the... <laughs> after, uh, <laughs> after not quite winning when he expected to. And, uh, of course, this never fails to amuse me just how cynical the Australian public can be at the polls. Uh, well done on voting Pauline Hanson back. Uh, and voting for a few different other things, like and, types of milk, voting for kudos. <laughs> and, and Darren Hinch. So, you know... <laughs> what a fun election. I, I thought he was dead, but no, there he is, still running around. <laughs> So, <laughs> I thought he died. <laughs> on, the, on the other hand, uh, as a man who uh, is uh, constantly uh, bemused by the fact that Democrats don't exist anymore, well done on continuing that. So um, I remember when the Democrats were going to be the next big force in Australian politics, and then the GST hit, and bam, gone. So, but uh, media coverage uh, that went to, into us. Uh, detail on where to get the best sausages from and rated the sausage sizzles on the day of the election it shows where the priorities are in the Australian media but gives the readers what they want I guess so it's into the news though uh, Kangas and uh, yes. your your club in the news today there's been some uh, a bit of, bit of a chat about Father son picks. What's what's going on there? Is is GWS going to rob you of your rightful le- legacies <laughs> and heritages? Oh, this is yeah, this is interesting with the bidding system. I'm not I'm not great with the bidding system myself, but there's a few up and coming. For example, Blakey, young Blakey, the son of assistant coach Blakey at Sydney, he's part of the Sydney Academy. GWS have got a few academy picks, which they can pick up a few of our eligible father sons. And basically, the problem is for North is a lot of them are coming around the same age, so we're going to have to trade a lot for picks if we want these kids. Let's say one thing for the Carlton guys, they seem to have had all their kids at a, at a, like over a number of years rather than all at once. Staggered, yeah. It, it tells me something that uh, players may have celebrated a little vigorously after the 96 Premiership. 
just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all carries kids anyway. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're, we're still waiting. He's only had girls. We're still waiting for that one. Oh, yes, that's that's. Yeah, all Wayne Carey's kids. That'd, that'd be He's golden. got a few Jon Snows running around, we know. <laughs> oh, no, we, we were lucky. Uh, Jake Bradley apparently training at Carlton uh, at the moment, probably with a view to taking him this year. And uh, also, um, Ben Silvani looking likely to uh, come to Carlton next year. So, staggering the picks, that's what we do. And that was Silvani, Jesus. Yeah, and taller and bigger than his brother as well, so... That'd be good for you guys. Well, we could use a few forwards at the moment. <laughs> uh, stack my forward, bring his dad back, we could stack the forward line with Silvani's. <laughs> Probably play better than most of our forwards as well. Oh, he played better than Liam Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Probably fitter than Liam Jones. Well, no, most people are fitter than Liam Jones. I'm fitter than Liam Jones, to be honest, and uh, I, I'm fat as a house, so... You know, just momentum would carry me around the ground. Yeah, the goal square. <laughs> what position would you play then? Oh, me, I'd just be, I'd be one of those old-fashioned full forwards that just sit in the goal square. <laughs> oh, dear. And, and just belly flop people out of the way if I had to. So, uh, women's footy news, but uh, those are, we're expecting their... Um, Marquee players to be announced at the end of July, and there'll be a draft in July. The AFL announcing, uh, sorry, a draft in October, but the AFL announcing today that there will be relocation costs. Um, I think that's with with mine to uh, GWS in particular. Uh, the AFL will pay up to ten grand for relocation costs. The South Australian government as well announcing that there will be. Uh, They'll be contributing $275,000 to the Crows uh, women's side next year. So good for them. And also, uh, and this is more interesting to me, Carlton have apparently stolen a Western Bulldogs coach, women's coach for their senior women's coach for next year. And Frio appear to be stealing Michelle Cowan away from Melbourne. That's interesting. It is. It is interesting. I'm just wondering if that. I'm hoping that's not a sign of the bigger clubs or more financial clubs uh, starting to wield some of their uh, uh, financial might in terms of. Uh, there's no salary cap on women's staff at the moment that we know of. So yeah, I'm surprised Carlton can. I know they've got a little bit. Of, I'm not sure about the finances side of things, but that's interesting that they were able to nab one of the you know more upper, well-known women in the league. Well, it all depends who's paying for it. But uh, Carlton apparently got some finances lined up for the women's side, so it's uh, it's an interesting uh, conundrum that the Bulldogs of Melbourne are now facing, where they don't have a coach lined up at the moment, as far as we know. And yet, a couple of weeks ago, we would have thought it was almost a certainty who was going to be coaching them. So it's uh, going to be interesting. End of the month for their marquee players. Simon Lethlean told us, uh, well, told the AFL today that. Uh, there would be there's no there's no uh, duplication between their requests for their two marquee players that they've had. It's when they get down uh, to number five, uh, three, four, and five that there are, is some duplication going on there. Carlton have apparently signed Brianna Davy, uh, who is a former Matildas goalkeeper for the uh, in soccer. Uh, so that's also interesting. If you're interested in that sort of thing, 
<laughs> Which, of course, you're not, because you're probably still outraged like the rest of uh, North and St Kilda are. St Kilda especially, that uh, they haven't got a women's side, so... Yeah, well, that will come with time. I'm, we're still pushing for a v, our own VFL side and debating all that lovely stuff, whether it's worth it financially. Mm, I think St Kilda have got the same discussion going on at the moment now because they have already ruled out uh, having their own VFL side next year, but that was apparently contingent on them getting a women's side. Now they don't have a women's side, it's uh, one. it remains to be seen whether they continue on with Sandringham next year. So, Yep. That... All very interesting. Anything that, anything else that's caught your uh, eye this week, Matt? Uh, nothing too much. There was a bit of multicultural stuff going on with the AFL, with um, a few AFL videos of a young Yemenese girl named Osama, and it's just about Norse's involvement with the huddle, the community program we use to help young kids and kids of refugees, which is fantastic, and it just showed her journey and her love for the game and just leading into the women's football. I thought that was just a good bit of PR by the AFL on their account. Mm. Oh, I did uh, <laughs> actually too. what else caught my eye. Uh, Ty Vickery apparently favoured to go to Adelaide at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Messenger when you need him? <laughs> Pick free. No, um, what what would I get for him? I couldn't imagine it would be much. Um, I, don't, I don't know how highly rated he is outside Richmond. I'll I'll pay probably a pick around thirty ish mm. for him. Mm. So but no. we don't need key forwards at North. We've got that many at the moment. Mm. Uh, apparently Higgins coming back for North this week. Higgins. <laughs> No, not Higgins, maybe Wells. No, not uh, this week, rather. He's just on track to come back before the finals, apparently. Oh, that's, yeah. Uh, he's hopefully five or six weeks, so give or take. That extra week off after round 23 is going to be a blessing for us. We're struggling with a few boys. McDonald is another one that's been out, and he's going to roughly come back by finals. But he, him, Higgins and McDonald were big outs for us, and with Wells out against Adelaide, it just thumped us. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's have a look at the ladder for this uh, for this round. And where are we here? Obviously, Hawthorne on top at 11-3, and three, uh, showing no real signs of, uh, well, dropping off at the moment. Geelong and GWS and Sydney and Adelaide and the Western Bulldogs and North Melbourne. There is something of a logjam between second and seventh. Oh, yeah. There at the moment, your club in amongst that there, Kangas. Or dropped off a little bit from their undefeated status earlier on. Yeah, well, that's what happens when we come up against good sides, really. Mm. Uh, multiple six-day breaks and just a few injuries to a few midfield personnel. It's just a bit of a lot of bad luck for us. Mm. <laughs> I probably, probably emphasise that a little bit, being a Carlton supporter. Yes, uh, West Coast there coming in eighth spot at nine and five. Almost, I would say... There'd have to be a severe drop-off uh, for North uh, for West Coast to drop out of the eight at the moment. The two games clear of ninth. Um, I guess all they have to do is keep winning at home, really, now. And Port, and, besides Port, maybe Melbourne and Collingwood, I don't see anyone else pushing it up towards there anyway. So, Well, Melbourne and Collingwood are three games out of the eight. So, I mean, along with Richmond, St Kilda, Carlton, I mean, there's a bit oh, of... Yeah, it's very, it's, a lot's going to have to go wrong. 
Let's just say that. Yeah, I mean, to get to get into the eight, they're going to have to win three and percentage, uh, especially, you know, the likes of Carlton, St Kilda and Richmond and Collingwood, who are very low on percentage there. And Port's got a pretty tough run as it is. After Hawthorne, I'm pretty sure they travel to verse us as well, so they don't exactly have an easy run at the moment. No, so it's, it's going to be a, a lot of fun there at the top, at least. that, that That's a very close... Uh, Race for the top four, mm. you'd expect. Definitely. And then, uh, yeah, whether West Coast can hold on to ninth spot and keep Port and uh, Melbourne, well, Port mainly, I think, but maybe Melbourne out as well. Collingwood might make a run for it. I don't think Richmond will. I don't think the Saints and the Blues can uh, really do much from here on, but we'll see. We'll see. Bring up the bottom down there, Gold Coast uh, with four wins. Um Facing Brisbane this week, which will be a fascinatingly boring battle. Uh, Frio uh, suffering their first loss in three, uh, well, four weeks uh, with three wins. Brisbane and Essendon with one win apiece, uh, mm. finding it out for the wooden spoon. And Brisbane likely, to, well, possibly going to get uh, priority picks at the end of the year. Well, it's a bit concerning, isn't it? Well, they probably right. need them at the moment. They are in dire trouble down there. Well, Thinking back to staff last season with their recruitment of a few of the few good midfielders, they, some of the posters are saying they had one of the best up-and-coming midfields in the league, and two seasons later, look where they are now. Mm. So it's an, it's an interesting... But it is definitely an interesting fight there for the uh, top eight uh, at the moment in terms of jostling around for positions. Well, top four, yeah. The bottom eight is also interesting, but in a much different way. <laughs> so, Whether Richmond can make a charge and get ninth. Indeed. So, to the fixture for this week, um, and Geelong have got Sydney on Friday night at Skilled Stadium. Uh, the ground, the weather predicted to be so wet and uh, in the lead-up that the car parks are all shut, so be getting the train in there if you go on. Um, have fun with that. I expect a lot of very low attendance uh, for this game. Actually, I'm looking at the wrong game anyway. It's Port, <laughs> it's Port and Hawthorne. <laughs> Down Adelaide Adelaide Oval. Hawthorne Thursday yeah. night. See, it's useless. I don't. This is why we shouldn't have Thursday night football. <laughs> I think it's the last of the Thursday rounds for another two weeks, and then there's one on the 18th, which is... I no, think there's one next game. week. Oh, is it? And then it finishes in round 18 when North take on Collingwood on a Friday night. I think we should have Thursday night games every week, Kangas. Uh, I think we should extend the footy season out to 34 rounds. Have Thursday and Monday footy. Screw it, have footy every day. That's what I think. There should be a game every day and two on Saturdays. That's what I'd like to see. But, you know. Good luck with that. I, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, then, and then the week after the grand final... The ANSET Cup or whatever it's called these days should start up. That's that's, that's what or I state want. of origin. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to see. Now, Port and Hawthorne uh, at Adelaide Oval on Thursday night. It is going to be wet in Adelaide if the weather is anything to go by. So mm. that'll be a laugh and a half. So do you think with that one? I'd look. I'd expect Hawthorne to win this by yeah. a reasonably fair margin. I don't think Port are quite good enough at the moment to get over. The Hawks. The conditions make it interesting, but I don't think Port's just got enough class to go with Hawthorne at the moment. Mm. 
Uh, Geelong and Sydney on Friday night at the Skills Stadium. As I said, the car parks are closed. Catch the train in, do whatever to get there. Mm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Geelong and Sydney is an interesting game in itself. Possibly match of the round. Looking at things, I'd say it is match of the round. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you'd expect... I don't know. You'd expect Geelong, maybe, but they haven't been playing that well lately, Geelong, so maybe the Swans at this one. Yeah, it's interesting. It's going to be a good match. It's just, it's going to be a bit of a slog. It's going to be a contested slog, and that's why I'm probably leaning towards maybe Sydney a little bit more. Though Geelong, they always play relatively well at home of recent times, so I'll just tip Geelong in a tight one. Mm. Uh, GWS on Saturday at uh, in, up in Sydney playing Collingwood at Spotless Stadium. Yeah, uh, GWS easy. You'd, you'd GWS, uh, given their rich reign of form at the moment. Saturday uh, afternoon, well, Saturday evening, the Q Clash is back. Um, I know Messenger will be sitting at home with his eyes taped open so he doesn't miss a thing. Um, but Gold Coast have got the Brisbane Lions here at Carrara in what is possibly the worst match of the round. <laughs> Um, and will just be a matter of who screws up the least. Um, and I'm going to go Gold Coast on this. Yeah, I reckon Brisbane to snap a losing streak, just for an upset. Well, you really hope that one one of them wins, wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, really. Oh, we could just have a draw, and we could just leave it at that. Just have a draw. Both sides go out winners. Uh, the Bulldogs have got Richmond at Docklands on Saturday night. Uh, you'd, I'd expect the dogs to win this fairly, yeah, fairly comfortably at the moment. Really, I think it'll, I think it'll be a lot tighter than people would expect. But the Bulldogs have got too much midfield class. They bat too deep. They're really they're a very good side with very good depth at the moment. So mm. Bulldogs easy. Melbourne and Frio at uh, well in Darwin. Ooh, so uh, could be an interesting game. Makes it a bit more even, I think, rather than just being in Melbourne. Mm. Yeah, um, I'm going to go Melbourne on this one. Although yeah, Melbourne, Melbourne don't have a really good record in in the Northern Territory, so yeah, yeah Melbourne. I'm, I'm still going to go Melbourne at the moment. Carlton have got Adelaide at the MCG on Sunday afternoon. Good luck, Adelaide. Easy. <laughs> yeah, you'd ex- you'd expect so, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> It's it's uh, it's one of those things that um, yeah, yeah the blo- I, I I would have hoped I, I mean earlier in the year I would have expected the Blues to win this to be honest at the MCG Carlton beat Adelaide here last year but um, yeah yeah no the Blues are going to get flogged all we can do is hope for a good uh, for a good showing from uh, from from Jackson Lani. If you make it a contested slog and it's not a shootout, Carlton could win. The problem is, if if last week's anything to go by, the Blues aren't going to do anything here. Yeah, so. you're going to have to rely a lot on the weather this one. Now, for you, Kangas, West Coast have got North in <sighs> at, gonna... at the main stadium where West Coast have done pretty well this year. Yeah, they're a very good side at home. Uh, I'm not confident, but I think we can win, but I've... If I'm tipping, I would tip West Coast just because of their good home form. Mm, yeah, you would have to. 
Um, I would think at the moment, West Coast for mine as well. And then the last game of the round there, Essendon and St Kilda. Mm, it's St Kilda a bit more trustworthy at Eddie had <laughs> than they are away. Yeah, so you'd, oh, yeah, you'd go St Kilda at the moment, wouldn't you? you? I don't know anyone that would back Essendon in the form that they're in. Which does bring me to the, uh, the the question: What happened with uh, the Essendon guy on the weekend, whose name escapes him at the moment? First player um, to be suspended for punching the tummy. Ah, uh, Zacharakis. Zacharakis. Yeah. Or Zacharakis. Uh, Zacharakis. <laughs> pronounced it wrong three times. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a bit of a surprise there. Uh, a little bit, a uh, little bit soft, but anyway, we won't go there. You reckon that's the AFL making a statement? Oh, definitely. They yeah. they like making a statement, as you can tell by uh, our coaches' fines. They like making statements. Well, if your coaches would stop making statements, they'd probably stop getting fines. <laughs> well, we got asked a question. <laughs> no, um, definitely making a statement, trying to really reinforce the MRP a bit and tribunal mm. and just their own rules process. Now, what's with Kieran Jack? What, what's the story here? I mean, he's he's got a he's got a like model or something girlfriend, and his family don't like her or something. Um, the mother-in-law doesn't quite like Kieran Jack's missus, and basically they decide to air their dirty laundry online, and this has spilled over everywhere. And everyone's been looking at this online, and it's quite interesting. The mother's being a bit of a attention seeker in this respect, and Kieran Jacks has come out today to defend his lovely-looking girlfriend. He's definitely batting above his average there. No, definitely. Uh, oh, good on him, though. Oh, well, <laughs> those that can do. Oh, definitely. And uh, there's a bit of issues with the father as well, going batting in for his own missus there, so there's a bit of a tiff. So, lovely. <laughs> mm, Lance Franklin leading the Coleman... Uh, at the moment, 52 goals, so uh, good for him. Josh Kennedy at 49, coming second. Tom Lynch from the Suns coming in at 43. Josh Jenkins. Um, having a good season. Having a good season there with 40. Eddie Betts at 38. Jack Rewalt, 35. Taylor Walker from Adelaide, the third Crows player in that top 10 there, uh, at 34. Uh, Jesse Hogan from Melbourne there at 34 as well. And two Hawks bringing up ninth and tenth, Gunston and Bruce. So that's no fantastic. A uh, Lockie Neal out in front in terms of disposals, uh, followed by Dan Hannabury and Patrick Dangerfield, Lockie Hunter, Adam Trelaw. So some players having a good season there. But uh, I think that's about it for tonight. Looks like Seppo won't be joining us. Quick fire show. It, it is a quick fire show, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure we'll have plenty more to talk about next week. Chief will be happy. He loves these short shows. He recommends that we go for about half an hour. We never do, so <laughs> he he won't know what's hit us. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We'll pad it up for him, making an hour just to annoy. <laughs> Normally, it's messengers, little rants, and Seppo's own undue optimism for his side that. Uh, you know. Destroys the show. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Well, drags it out a bit, you know. Yeah, well, Messenger almost ruined my last one. <laughs> for the, yeah, it's just for those listening, I know I'm going to give a free plug here for the North podcast, but I had Messenger on for the North podcast a few weeks ago, and we decided to have a Richmond guest on, and that went for an hour and a half, and it was basically an edition of the footy show. 
<laughs> that was quite amusing with a few badges handed out at the end of it. Yeah. By Messenger. But anyway. So did you guys do a podcast this week? Um, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. So uh, get your yes. beady little fingers on that. In the meantime, guys, that's all from myself. Thanks very much for Kangaroos Forever coming on and all. Thank Kangas. you. Uh, best of luck this weekend in we the West. And uh, my team needs more than luck. It needs, like, Jesus himself to come down and, like, play it in the middle with Buddha playing at fullback and Muhammad or something playing across centre-half back there. And then we might have a chance. So, I mean that with all due respect, of course. Don't hunt me down. I love you all. We'll see you all on the forums. (laughs) See ya.